0: Hello family, Ken Mills here once again for World of Comedy 5 Entertainment. So to give you the idea of what unbiased is, we always see things on social media and also in the world where we wonder what is the thought process behind these idiotic things that people do. We're going to give an honest unbiased opinion. So with that being said, we're going to cover several different topics. We're going to be truly unbiased this season. Good evening family, Ken Mills here. Now I know y'all enjoyed last week where we had lessons learned and you guys learned a lot about the story of Dr. David Jeremiah, but this week we're going to pivot a little bit. So we always talk about empowerment, we always talk about positive progression towards your goal, but we're going to touch another facet here. Sometimes as you're working towards your goal, you get tired, you get dismayed, you get discouraged. All I want to tell you tonight is keep going, keep going, keep that perseverance going, work toward whatever that you want to do, don't take no shorts, don't take no losses, but at the same time, equip yourself with the information that you need to succeed. I have two illustrious guests here tonight. They come from different paths in entertainment, but they're going to tell you something about keeping it real and keeping it going. Now, what I'd like for y'all to do is just hang back here. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break, but when we return, we have our first illustrious guest. You're now here with Ken Mills, on a boss on Bossed Up Houston Network.
1: Wanna be a boss? You're watching Bossed Up Houston Network. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. is T.
2: Foxy Wyckoff, and this is Let's Talk Business and Real Estate, where faith, hope, and determination comes alive. You can't talk business
3: without talking real estate.
1: Come follow me. The Lord will bless your barns, and he will bless your hands and everything you put them to do. The Lord will bless the property in which he's giving you.
0: Tune in to Let's Talk Business
1: and Real Estate on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on the Boss Up Houston Network.
0: And we're back. Now, the gentleman that I have to my left, uh, I met him a few months ago. I met him online before I met him in person. This man here is I an mean, entertainment veteran, also a versed entrepreneur. And he's back here in Houston to, to bring some pain and bring some pressure. Mm-hmm. Bring it to you now, Mr. Eric Bowens. What's happening?
2: What's happening? Eric Bones, a.k.a. Eric B. Yes, sir. So, you know, you call me an uh, entrepreneur. I like to call myself, I'm the entrepreneur negro. Because <laughs> that's what I titled, Because you started out with nothing. Yeah, I started in business with a business card. Okay. And made into six, seven figures. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But what's happening?
0: Man, it's all good, yeah, man. I see, I'm, I'm I happy
2: see you're doing is good. I got your diamonds and stuff. It's good. Yeah.
0: You know, hey. Player, player.
2: <laughs> that's what they call it. All right. You know, so. Look,
0: because look, you know, I was always raised that if God bless you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you. Show you show reverence to those blessings and also to him. So that's why on these you you see, not idolatry, but Uh these are symbols. Uh Uh So I I want to touch on tonight, and I'm happy that you're here. It's a privilege to have you.
2: you.
0: Yeah. First off, being that we're in the comedy realm, Mm -hmm. you've been doing this for a long time. If you've been on a multitude of platforms, yes. Just kind of give us a quick rundown of of where you've been. Over your entire journey Started off in the principal's office
2: And <laughs> that's where it started It started off with my mama threatening me You know you get that belt mm-hmm. But it started out there And it started out just being Funny in the cafeteria And just being not real funny Just being silly And then it started out to I started having a creative mind So I remember when I was young I used to watch this show And um, he was uh, It was called Dick Van Dyke dun, 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 dun. he'd come home but then he would flip that's so he to do that but his job was he was a, a entertainment exec so they would be pitching commercials like, I got an idea and I was like oh I will be, I got a great idea and I used to do that as a kid so now I kind of see that I've been doing that for a while so then I just started doing comedy probably in the late 90's late 90's where I was just like messing around with it and it wasn't serious and it there was there's no it was kind of black comedy but i was really doing i was watching going to the black comedy but it was more i was doing white clubs i started out in white clubs like i got faster quicker in white clubs and so like i remember the first two years i was in the houston's funnies and then and that was a big deal to be back then it was a big deal only black in there no two blacks in the one black one and then i was um I played sports in uh, in high school, so now I, mean, I played uh, basketball a little bit in college, a little bit, and so I, I I had influence. All my friends were NBA players, and so they would come to my shows, and I would like have open mics, and people that players would come in, and then I would get like pull. I remember I did the show. This is back in the day when the Legend was playing Mm -hmm. because the Rockets came to our shows afterwards and and to the last stop so I got like love on that and so then I started doing comedy but my life was in shambles so you know it was hard to be funny Your lights off you don't have no food and I'm like young so I'm like so I gotta think of a way to get some money but and so what I started doing was my first business was um, I mean I had aspirations to make money in comedy and then it was I started teaching comedy defensive driving so that's where it happened. I remember this girl I I was with back in the day, and she basically broke up with me because I was broke. So really, I'm just trying to make money so I can say, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was, to stunt. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Even though years later, but uh, you just really want to stunt with the ones that wasn't around. And that's basically started, so I started... Working with defensive driving, working for for club owners to be common clubs. And then I, then I came up with my own company. All jokes, defensive driving. Was hot. <laughs> I was the man with the jokes and the certificates. I was in, in my first company. that was uh, in Greenspunt Mile. Pump That's how they say yeah, that.
1: There, yeah. Yeah, five, five, Greenspunt five.
2: Mile. And then I moved it. And that was in Shopstown Mile. That was a big deal. So I had this big old location. And that was in Mall Mile. And then... Of my business because I was working, I was in insurance, so I was like, Man, I'm gonna put the Fist of driving and insurance together. And it was hitting it, I was it was hitting, I was rolling. I had people working, I was making money, and I was a businessman. But I was a businessman and I was doing comedy, I was doing comedy, and I was a businessman. So I started going like this comedy was like comedy was here, and business was here, and then it was like this. And then my business was like, I mean, fast like that. I couldn't, you know, the money was coming. The money was coming fast. It didn't make sense to me to go do something for the money, and that's what really killed me in the day, back in the day, and even to made me walk away till I will get into it. That what people was paying like, so I'm you wanna pay me hundred fifty dollars to for, to drive eight hours? That don't make sense, <laughs> you know. I was like, I'm like, what? And then like, I got but back like. But you're not making no money and then but i was when i was hungry i would do that but then stuff started you, you got like that so that's basically my start that
1: wow because like, wow. mm-hmm.
0: you know i can definitely relate to that because sometimes as you do have a burgeoning career some of the pay like if if you have visions or if you're used to a certain thing that pay you mm-hmm. get you mm-hmm. but overall i see that your passion sustained that entire time now I, I was able to look up some of your uh, comedy now. The one that you have two dudes playing Star Wars now that was funny. That was real funny about the glow up. Dude, where did you find that at? Yeah. I don't even remember What was I? What club? In was Gotham. It? You was in Gotham in New York. Shut up.
1: Yeah. How you?
2: How you get that? How you find it? <laughs>
0: How you find that? that was on? How did you find that? Bro? A gentleman never tells.
2: No, no, I'm looking for that. It's on YouTube. I had a, like a sparkly yeah, shirt. Yeah, man, bro, you the man. I'm glad I did this. I'm <laughs> glad I did this podcast.
1: And,
0: yeah. on, and on top of that, it was another one. Mm-hmm. It was where you was talking about uh, credit at the dollar store. Okay. So, it was talking about you went to the mall, you seen a man, bought a shirt, Oh yeah. and then you went, and then you said that you you was like a certain person, I won't give away. Hey, man, you you cold. Boy, you cold.
2: Boy, you cold. When I was back, but you cold, because you did, I forgot that material. Boy, yeah, you cold. Because I literally forgot, because when I left comment, I left all that behind. Yeah. And so, that was... Some good signature bits for me. I would go anywhere, like bro. Like I would work, and I would friends of mine that I'm networking now. But back in the day, we would clash. And it's like we was all. Seemed like we were all competitive because comedy is a competitive right. deal, right? And 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 it's like they want you to fail. so they like ah, 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 but then again, it's crazy, man. You just got to be strong, bro. You this industry, you got to be strong, or or you
0: need to go do something else. That's because right. it's not for the weak that's right because see one, one of the things like you say even though when you get up there and you got the mic it's only you there mm-hmm. when you with your peers is a it, it can sometimes be a pecking order also it can also mm-hmm. be a, a, a silent competition mm-hmm. because as you go through it mm-hmm People wish you well, but mm-hmm. not necessarily mean it. Yeah. And it may end up being a hex or a curse. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. And see, you know,
2: I know I'm going to get back to later about what we want to talk about. But, but yeah. with me, I started being mature. And the podcast I'm looking to, like one of these good comedians, great comedians I listen to. He's like, as you mature and get older, you're supposed to be more I am conscious of what I say on stage or conscious of what I want to talk about. I just can't be that because I have I just, I'm just not this this what we live in, there's too much other stuff going on in, you know, all the stuff that's been going on and I'm conscious and I'm just not a person that just say anything for a joke. Right. And it's and that's right now, that's my biggest curse because I can't say some stuff that I want that I will say that's been funny, and I can't even sit and watch another comedy do it. I leave. I can't like I'll just be there but I can't It's just because I've grown You know what I'm saying on that So so, but that's just me What I'm going through and so There's so many other the greats of course The GOAT Chappelle's and everybody else They doing their thing And, and I, I don't know how You know it's hard like I used to be a comic I mean, when I would to go to LA And go places I'd be oh man you're funny But you don't have no point of view And I'm like well I don't want one I just want to tell jokes and but you needed a point of view, and I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to divide. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, the show over. And I got H. I want, I didn't want that then. I just want to tell jokes and be funny. And I didn't tell anything personal. or everything was live, made up, jokes written down, thoughts or funny situations. So now, as I get it back into the game, it's like a storytelling and everything else. And those is different. So, you know, I'm just kind of trying to make my way. You know, I'm in a good, unique situation, you know, like I said, because now I went from my, I'm a business owner. I'm mm-hmm. a business, BA, BA B. A. Enterprises, Inc. So I got a lot of business under that umbrella, built a company, got people working for me. And so now I'm at a place that I can relax, and now I'm doing B Entertainment and Films. Because Films is the next move. I wrote a movie, mm-hmm. and write material, wrote a movie, and then now you can shop it. You know, that's what I'm doing. Trying to shop it.
0: So I just want to circle back just very quickly here. Mm-hmm. So you you say that you took a hiatus away from comedy. Yep. So what was some of the reasons why? Three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Worked all week. Did all these shows. Was packed, and the show was over. Though was three seventy five. Let me get put that seventy five on. Mm-hmm. Three seventy five. I was doing the Pittsburgh Improv, and I was touring with a comic. And the comic that I was touring with, I was this guy, it was different people, I wasn't growing and um, I remember getting a plane ticket and then it was snow and then the shows were bad, like nobody there and I was like, why am I doing this? Like it was already getting to the point to where I don't want to go out, that's it. I was like, I was hating to go out and then it it was the point, I was traveling so much, This is. Where it really did it, I was traveling so much I thought I was gonna die from a plane crash, cause I would be on a plane too much. Like mm-hmm. literally, I would I would uh, leave Wednesday and come back in town Monday, and leave Wednesday and come back in town Monday. I would not unpack my bag, and I'm like, oh, what are we gonna do? What we that would just be so much. Oh, we're going here and then getting in there and then it was like you know it just it was just a lot in Hollywood. And then a few of my friends died. I started doing comedy with. They made it. Uh, Ralphie May was a good friend of mine, and uh, I think I did that Gotham with him on that. You want to take me? I goes Ralph. I had people that made it, and it was just basically come to LA here, but stay in LA. And I couldn't stay in LA when I was in LA. In Houston, people was robbing me. <laughs> how much money make today? Oh, we ain't make nothing today. No, how much money did you make? Cause you stole all the money. But basically. People, man. So it's hard to, back then it was hard to run a business and be across the country. Now I can run businesses with an S on it mm-hmm. with all the technology we have Zoom, watching, cash up, pay people. I got to fly back to town just to pay somebody to come back. Now I can cash up. Did you do what you do today? Oh, I do everything. I can basically run my business on the iPhone. Hmm coming on, I can work. So I just try to be productive now. Change all my habits, man. I get up at 5:30 in the morning. I meditate. I work out with some good friends of mine that's that's really doing things. I try to surround myself with people that's doing things, because you know when you' old and then you're a because shark, 'cause all my friends don't have things in common. They grown families. They go soccer games. Oh, I'm in the suburbs. I'm different. I'm coming home late at night from you know we different. So my circle, you know, I surround myself by myself unless I hang out with people. So I try to stay around some positive, like minded folks that wanna run and successful. And funny. Hmm.
0: Yeah. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. So as we talked about the reason, you say you want to put more focus on the businesses. Yeah. Now, we wanna touch on like how you kept them businesses going throughout that hiatus and how you were able to but they still do <laughs> But 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 they. I know I know. But how, how you how you were able to expand upon your upon your empire? You just man, that's right a
2: really good point because yeah. because I really 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 started seeing money. I really 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 started having influence. I really really you know it's like man. I tell you this. I had something. I didn't know how to name any names. So when I was younger, I had some million dollar friends, people that played in the NBA. All of them had millions. They're like. Man, I wish they had that I wish I had that money, I wish I had this. And they usually say, more money, more problems. And I really get that now. Because now that you get money, you got IRS problems, you got how to manage it, you got how to... At a certain point in my life, God didn't bless me with that money early because I'd have been at... Well, it wasn't strip clubs like it is now, <laughs> but it was somebody who would get it. Right. And then just, you know, young and I used to. It, but now, um, I have money and I act like I don't have money. I save, I don't I'm spending how much is that? A money, you know, I may have a hundred is just because I'm just cause for any day. COVID hit. You know, no anything happened. You gotta be ready. And and so and so, you know, yeah, on that, but um um, you know, the most part man it's just it's 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 businesses with, with me now and on how I run businesses, I create oh, I know a point I was trying to get to. So I start having more influence and the people that I start working with this is a strong point. The people that I started making money with were uh, professional people. I'll say,
1: hmm.
2: mm-hmm. you know, they, to the point that I live a double life. I'm Eric Bowman's business owner. I'm not Eric B. They don't know nothing about me. I have another name, my government name. I use. I'm in court. We doing stuff, you know, serious work that they don't nothing about. I will live a different life. Go in, shut the tie, get off on the comedy club. Go in, you know, go to club. So I was just, I would live that. And just to the point that I was like, I was more business and I started to be business. But the passion stays in you and you can't, it may, the light may go down, but it's still there. And then what really brought me back was when COVID hit, I was doing really well. And I'm like, so many people died and I was like, man, I'm not going to die not doing something I love. And then I would hang around my friends. I would see him. This is the point. Man, I didn't even want to... I, I cut comedy off. Didn't watch it on TV. Didn't see. A friend of mine here that's major that's doing well, I didn't know nothing about him. Didn't like, what's happening? So what? Like, it's like... You ever see the movie when a vampire, um, vampire been I and he come back and the world changed? Everything? That's how I feel in comedy. I'm coming back. who is this doing? What's going on? Like, I'm looking around and... Who Oh, you popping now? You it's like, I'm coming back like that. And I use that snare, so I'm just kind of feeling myself around, looking, popping different places. People don't know who I am. What I used to be and everything don't mean anything. What I've done, the sets I've done, the the bomb, the, the bomb did well. That's all a part of it. Drove did BET, went everywhere, went overseas, probably worked every comedy club in the nation and doesn't mean anything. But then I'm trying to take all that back and break it to now because business made me wiser. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm going to recreate with what I did, re-event myself here now with my business mind and with social media. And just like I was talking to my man that before here, I got lawyers, but I read my own contracts. I got, I got managers, but I don't need a manager. I negotiate contracts. That's what I do. I, I i know how to market i know how to count money i know how to create money i have a team of marketing people i have a team i, mean, I have i'm building a team but as i build a team and this is a strong word i learned from my man a few days ago i'm humbling myself i'm going to humble myself hmm. to be like to take it and learn like basically like i'm basically an open micer. i'll do open mics you don't see the people i started doing comedy with going open mics i'm here like i'm just starting because i want to Recreate myself in the game To be stronger You know And that's Really why So the the, the Pandemic helped me And then I Mess around my friends And they always Making me Man you, go, you gotta it, You gotta do comedy and I would just come around When I see them But now You know man Then you gotta do You you gotta do what you love to do But you gotta
0: pay the bills That's right That's right Cause uh I can definitely relate To what you're saying yes. About the double life Cause look yeah. I mean, when you're a man of a certain age, you know, chasing your dream is all well and good. Yeah. But there's a quality of life that you got to have, especially mm-hmm. if you have a family. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, we of a certain age, you have certain things that are requisites that yeah. you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. So you can't be on the wing in the prayer. Yeah. So at the same time, this is a juggling act. Yeah. You're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. So how I keep myself going is I just do great time management. So, if I know that I have business on a certain day, mm-hmm. I won't go to a show. I won't go perform. I won't do anything. That'll be blocked off. Mm-hmm. But when I do have free time, I'm going. Man, and I'm going all the way in. Man, man. and see, so you did time management business, like
2: this pie you cut and slice Yeah. But what slice of the pie you cut for family? See <laughs> and what slice of the pie you cut for the other things. You So it's there's only yeah. so many slices in that pie, and you're like, man, that family could be that family depending on who you with, who you married yeah. to. It may be the whole the yeah. like, all that kids in school. Their, it depending on what you know what how big your opportunity is. And my opportunity is, I'm great to get back in the game. Hmm. You know, I just you know it's just different things, and I travel. And I'm back to traveling. Like I'm a traveling dude. Backpack, you know, I'm moving around, travel, and making moves. Well, that's pretty much it, man. You know, I want to come back, and know, you know, and know, uh, um, take back what's mine. That's my little. Lover.
0: See, I I got like I told you like I told y'all, <laughs> brain impression because that's what he definitely has done. Yeah. But what a lot of folks don't know, unless you follow him, uh, he you might see him anyway. You might see him in New York Fashion Week. You might see him in any one of the comedy festivals. Or Paris. Going on. Oh, yeah, Paris. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so there there. yeah. that in Yeah. Japan. Yeah, but now this Yeah, you moving and grooving. So, <laughs> with with all that, and you say you coming back to reclaim. Uh, we've been noticing the uh, slew of shows that you've done at Midtown Arts Center.
2: Yeah, I'm just. Um, man, you got to stay Jay Z. Say so you got to stay relevant like you just started. You know, like, I got to, like, I got to do something that I did when I was growing up, having a room. And and now, and I'm, I'm big on entertainment. You're going to see me have rooms and I'm being entertaining. But I'm producing rooms, but I'm also... I'm a stand up open micro comic. Like mean open micro like I'm not taking money from comedy until I'm ready. It's like man, I'm ready to get paid to do a show. Like I think my act is worth somebody paying me. And right now I'm not. Like I've got to start over. I don't all them old jokes you name, I'm like I don't remember them. They dead to me. Mm -hmm. I want a whole new and I'm fighting within myself to how I want to present myself. So I'm just working out. I'm in the gym working out, trying to write jokes, doing comics we call it in the gym. So So yeah, I do a mid-show at Midtown, um, once a month, and that's just to start. So, I'm about to start BA Entertainment, I'm gonna do a national tour,
1: Hmm.
2: and arena. that's on the plate. And then I'm gonna be doing local shows, bigger. I'm gonna collaborate with some other people that's doing stuff. Yeah, but that's the goal, I wanna be, I envision myself to be like shows like the King of Comedy. I wanna be that type of executive. No, I will be that type of executive. Because, yeah, I can do it. That's
0: right.
2: You know why speaking. I can do it. You know how I can do it. PP right. Long.
0: PP <laughs> Long. I, hate, I, hate, Long. I, hate, nah, nah, I know. Joke. Look, that's I know joke, some bro. people that got caught that's up. Look, that's a joke. That's a joke. You got caught up, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, this, ain't DJ, DJ Blad, no, this DJ ain't DJ Blad, man. This ain't Blad. Look, yeah, uh, <laughs> we are gonna strike that from the record.
1: No, the people, hold on.
2: Wait a minute now. Now, Mister P. Long is for. I got a business, and my business is comedy. In front of the judge, I tell the you, your honor, I spent this money at the comedy show. Now I lost, cause nobody showed up, so I can't pay it back. In terms of the conditions here, if I can't pay it back, I'm good.
0: <laughs> forgiveness, <laughs> <laughs> forgiveness,
2: long. So you gonna have to forgive me, cause nobody showed up for the show, but yeah.
0: But nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. So. Even, I want to take it back here as well because you did mention the films. Mm -hmm. So, as you call out these things, I see you have a multi-pronged attack. Yeah. Right? So, with that being said, we want to wish you luck Mm -hmm. and also offer the support of World of Comedy 5 Entertainment. Mm, Thank you. Uh, with our entity, with you being here, anytime that you want to come back and you want to tell us or update us on any one of those mm-hmm. events, uh, those, those uh, endeavors, let mm-hmm. us know. Good. Stay tuned for me doing the uh, New Year's
2: Eve show, okay. and uh, the first year of 2020, you're gonna see BA Entertainment hmm. uh, big, and then of course Eric B, Eric B, Bonds, whatever I feel like that night. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna uh, come back to take back what I left on the table. Okay. And man, you didn't brought up memories—the Star Wars Woo, and all that. And just, oh
0: yeah, that's boy, that's that was some, great man. memories. I forgot I did those. Cause see, look, see, and, and one thing that I will, I will give you flowers on is that your content. First of very, all, first of all, you don't get no grown man flowers. Let's get that straight. No.
2: <laughs> first of all, I mean, give but, me my props. Give me, give me dab, dab me. But thank you, okay. Right. But Go ahead. You, you know what I mean, <laughs> right. because
0: it, 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 it's basically you know when we have a veteran in the room, yeah. we we, we want to call a lot like yeah. the the diversity that you had in your content, right, right. Where right. you was able to rock a crowd with diversity, man. And so, I miss that, bro. So it, it, it could be I a, that, a smattering of everyone yeah, in there. Man. You could have yeah. your urban black. You yeah. could have your well yeah. to do black. You yeah. could have uh, Indian, Chinese, yeah. whosoever. Yeah. Everybody
2: could feel what you were saying. Man, I can't wait because you bring back memories because as I'm in New York, it forced you to be a comic. Mm-hmm. In New York, and you somewhere, okay, Houston, yeah, yeah, we talk about here, but go to New York. And do well and you don't know who in the audience. You see black, but they're not black. They speak another language. Mm-hmm. You see white, but they're not white. They Russian. They here, here. And then to get them all and then to come through and then to put it out and then to make them all laugh at once. That's a craft. when people do it. And that's and then and you do you do it on the road. And uh, man, it's like, it's like and I hate to get, you know, biblical, but it's like when you take something grand that God give you and then you don't use it. It's like my superpowers are gone back. They're gone. So I'm trying to get them back how I had it. And it, it's, it's going to come. Because what you it take effort and grind. And everything I've got in my life is from grinding. And nobody gave me nothing. I mean, my man gave me a few quarters and stuff. But mm-hmm. like he gave me that talk mm-hmm. before he gave that to you. But they... Nothing was left. I mean, people say I grew up in a nice neighborhood, and I did back then. It was most City. People say, "Oh, y'all yeah, live in Mo City, whatever." Mm-hmm. But that's Mo City was popping. But I, hey, bro, we just got here like a PP loan back then. They was giving us, but it was rough. It was rough, bro. So I mean, I say have to say that as where I'm coming up, don't nobody give us nothing, and we are grinding. And the people around me, they
0: got to be grinders because nothing is to be given. That's right. Yeah, nothing. That's right. Because like a great man said on Instagram that I saw, he said, I didn't pass the class for kissing ass. I didn't pass the class. For kissing ass. So I'm going to leave y'all with that one. But once again, Eric, it was great for you to join us here, man. Thank you for inviting me, man. Much love and success to you. I
2: see you doing it. And thank you for extending the opportunity. And I'm going to extend you an opportunity in some capacity on the platform. And I'm coming in because we got to make a way for each other.
0: That's it. Most definitely. Appreciate it. And like I say, open door policy. Oh, open door policy. All right. All right. Appreciate it, brother. All right. All right. Now, what we're going to do now, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. But when we return, we're going to have one of our recurring guests and a friend of the show come on. So y'all stay tuned. Now here with Ken Mills. I'm a boss of Houston Network.
1: Adventures knows how to make the most of being single. Get social, in person, try new things, and just have fun. Join Events and Adventures. We've been doing the single life right for over 30 years. 30 great events every month. Just visit eventsandadventures.com.
0: And we're back. Now, this gentleman to my left, he's a great friend of the show. He was here in the second season of Worldviews with Ken Mills. I mean, he's a multifaceted uh, entrepreneur, also an entertainer. bringing to you now many faces.
3: What's up, world? Thank you for having me. You know, it's always a pleasure. You know,
0: you you know, like I rarely call in a favor, but when I thought about this topic, I had to bring you on, cause you the epitome of perseverance. Wow. Because every every time that we talk, you give me an antidote, you give me a story, you give me something that that helps me and empowers me to keep moving forward. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, okay. You were talking about last time that you had a movie that was coming together that you were working on. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. How is
0: that going? So,
3: uh, we haven't started production yet. Okay. Um, Ray had a lot of things going on in his world. I had a lot of things going on in my world, but um, I just recently ran back into him mm-hmm. um, over at the Most City Bar Grill. And we still didn't really have a chance at this really chop game, you know what I mean? But um, I'm pretty sure um, come next year we'll have more of a Insight on when we can start the schedule and how we are gonna go about doing what. You know what I mean? Cause shout out to Ray, Ray's a busy man nine days, man. He got a lot
0: going on. That's right, that's right. Shout out to the brother Ray, etc. That good brother, of mine, I seen him last night. Ray always working.
3: But to piggyback that and just to show you how God work, uh-huh. um, I start film school. In the top of I decided to go get my degree in film. So well, I'm I'm breaking that news here on your show. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So
0: so we got Spike Lee.
3: <laughs> well hey, I, I appreciate you yeah. for that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, that's a hell of a reference, you know. Yeah. I hope I can live up to Spike's work, man. I just um I just don't like the way our narrative is being told. Right. And um I just really wanna do something about that from the bottom of my heart.
0: Because, see, I I can definitely agree with that Because that's the main reason why I had this talk show The main reason why I had this talk show is because A lot of the things I do on stage You're not going to get the real picture of me Mm, I can respect
1: that
0: You're going to get a Mm -hmm, mm caricature You're going to get, like, a little bit of buffoonery Because I'm trying to make you laugh Right,
3: right
0: I'll throw a little bit in there to make you think but you're not really gonna understand the way my mind works, my personality, or the people, my circle that I have around me. Right. right. So this is a great opportunity to showcase that and also give back because this is uh, not necessarily sweat equity. This is thought equity. Yes, sir. So when I'm giving this back out, I, it's, I had a youth that watched this. I have uh, some adults that may watch this that may not have experienced it. certain things that we went through Mm. so i can give back this way so with the topic being keep going i mean can you give us an example or an antidote of when you was in a situation where you just had to pull your boots up and keep going
3: well i have two and i think i kind of went into the one already about music because you know music was my passion first and music would put me in the position that i'm in now Mm -hmm. But however, the challenging thing, the most challenging thing for me here recently was when we started the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because on the video side of the fence, I didn't have as much experience as I have with music. Like, you know, I could do, uh, I could record myself, I could master my own music. But when it comes to editing and certain stuff in the film world, I don't have that trade yet. Mm -hmm. So it made me feel powerless because now I put me in a position where I had to retain work and work with people... You know, who I probably wouldn't have been working with had it not been for the situation. And, you know, sometimes the worst situation you can end up in is when you create a crutch for yourself, you know, because now you have this need that's being facilitated by somebody else. And they realize how much of a power it is for you. And they begin to kind of dangle it and hover it over your head. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Because especially when you outsource, and then they feel as though you may not be versed. Sometimes, you know, people attack you, you know? and not necessarily attack you. sometimes. <laughs> listen, I paid
3: a pretty penny to learn that lesson, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but now that's why I'm so um, gun ho of having my own, you know what I mean? So I'm looking into, uh, once I finish school, I'm going to develop my own film studio locally, you know what I mean? I ain't finna go nowhere, I ain't finna do none of that. I feel Houston is a beautiful market. Unfortunately, you just have a lot of us that still work in the business that don't really know the business and unfortunately it shows, you know what I mean? So, I'm not gonna turn my back on the city because I love the city, you know? But however, that's why I like y'all don't like me because I say it, you know, and I'm gonna keep on saying it, you know, um, it just yeah. is what it is, you know? That's what I'm coming for, but however, it's going to be a lot of opportunity and, you know, different perks in there for us, you know what I mean? Because I got my eye on you, you know, I'm a fan. <laughs> and I, I like how you allow us to come on and talk about things that matter, you know. Entertainment so watered down right
0: now, man. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, you know, I, I get a lot of flack because, yeah, I, I speak when I speak. I speak straight from the heart. I don't sugarcoat it. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a reason why people love me and the reason why people hate always, me, too.
3: Always. So, mm-hmm.
0: what I notice is people, they say they're about business, but they're really not. they all about the show. So, they'll jump up on stage or they'll jump in front of a camera and they don't even know how they're going to get their back in. I'll give you an example. One time I did a show and a young gentleman, I won't mention him, I, I was surprised because the young gentleman appeared to be all the way together, put together everything on what he doing. Um, So I do it or whatever. I get off stage. I go back to the side, like the little green room area I'm drinking. Did you get paid yet? That's what the young man asked me. Did I get paid yet? And I said, sir, you ain't get paid yet? Before you get on that stage, before you got that stage, you probably get your paper. And he asked me how much I get paid. So that let me know right there that there's a disconnect going mm-hmm. on where people are just so gung-ho and passionate about being seen or getting their uh, talent shown without understanding the residual income or, or the, or, or the uh, monetary benefit that come along with it. Because... Well, how
3: about it? to even if, make sure you get it? Yeah. What is with comedians <laughs> I know they're going
0: to get mad at me, but I don't care.
3: So? What <laughs> well, is it do? with comedians not wanting to do contracts? Listen, I'm trying to get y'all, but I don't know how many times I've been trying to book y'all for an event. Listen, y'all should know me by now. I try, I try. I like see, the world, you done knocked the world I, over, I, I, man. I got, you done
0: knocked got the world over. See, look, yeah, because he's still excited, talking about the money. Come see, on.
3: look, I'm Come trying on. to give you some money now. Don't miss an opportunity because you're afraid of something you don't understand. You can always take your contract to an attorney of your choice and allow somebody to read it. But if you're going to do business with me, you have to sign my contract. Because that I have to go to my colleagues and explain why I'm paying such and such, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I can't walk in that meeting and just give them word of mouth. I have to show them something that shows that we have a solid agreement. Contracts aren't here to hurt you. They can hurt you if you sign a bad one. But the good ones are here to make sure that you get what is due to you. Please stop running from these contracts.
0: And if it's written in simple language, I mean, really and truly, if you're going to do anything, you should have a criteria or you should have a standard of what you're going to walk into. Like, it should be basic.
3: Even like, if the, uh, you're getting paid $500 And it's easy to say Hey, uh, like me I have a thing where I pay half upfront. front. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? you get the pass And then, you know Especially if I'm bringing you in From out of town Or whatever mm-hmm. it might be The contract just reflects that Yeah
0: and, and it
3: has the amount The day you are going to receive the amount Because that's just how business is done
0: That's right And, I mean From a performer perspective What I say is Um uh, I have wording in there saying that I would have adequate uh, sound equipment at my disposal, adequate lighting, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. safe venue. Um, I need my deposit. You see what I'm saying? It's certain things. It's certain kinda things like, you got to ask see, for.
3: Kind of like the whole astral World situation going yeah. on. Um, if you understand anything about event planning and how that works, just trace it back to the paperwork. It's gonna tell you who's responsible for what. And if there isn't any contracts, then unfortunately, that makes everybody involved responsible. And that's a whole other story. But I am not your legal counsel.
0: That's right. So, since you offered a a, a nugget here uh, of what you're looking forward to, I won't say who, but I've been approached by many people to either manage or consult. And I'm really thinking about doing that. I think you should. Because some of the things that I hear, some of the 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 scary stories, some of the hard stories that I hear, where people getting shorted on pay, people not getting paid, people have to wait till the next week to get paid. That needs to be an advocate. Yeah, oh. That needs to be an advocate. And then on the opposite side, that needs to be someone where they could where you could trust them, where they can give you adequate advice. Because in any bit of entertainment or even in any bit of business, that's going to be ego. And that ego is going to stop you from learning because you feel like you know everything or you don't want nobody to tell you nothing. Bro,
3: that sounds like rap game 93. It's, it's happening right, y- right now with y'all as comedians. Like, somebody needs to kind of step in and kind of school them just like the, 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 the jewel I dropped with the contract. Mm-hmm. They need to... Somebody needs to make it clear. And how that empowers them so they wouldn't be so afraid. Because, you know, in the situation that I'm speaking on, like the person backed out of the situation because they were scared of the contract.
0: Uh, and, and then the small it's small tenants, too. It's small, little tenants of just being an adult that's missing.
3: Oh, and then you know what else is hard for us? A man to say, I just don't know. Yeah, but but I mean but Oh I don't understand like but, what that word
0: means. Yeah, like, but what that say right there, we ain't gonna do that. They got Google. They got Google. They got Google. Um, you can go on legal Um I mean But I'm just saying you can that, ask, to have a
3: you stand in that medium because you're a very approachable person. You know, yeah. a lot of these comedians ain't approachable. They I don't know
0: where they at. And I ain't gonna lie look, and I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? I always tell the truth. And I give my honest opinion. Now, I don't care if it backfired because at the end of the day, I'm mad about Can't my word. Can't make everybody So, there's certain tenets that are missing. There's certain tenets that are missing with, with, with all of this, right? So, number one, punctuality. So, if you're going to do something, be on time for it. That's how you miss out on an opportunity, too. That's probably why this kid signed a contract, too, because their contract got a time on it.
3: Oh, and it had a little line yeah. in there, see, because if I put it together, yeah. it's a dot clause in there. Yeah. Show up late on me if you want to.
0: Uh-huh, you're going to get dot. Oh, it's
3: coming out your pay. Yeah. They don't like that. That see, old school Jane Bryan. <laughs>
0: they don't like
3: that kind of talk. What you mean? You but see, it it, like,
0: okay. if you go into any other field, if you go to any other work on, and you late, okay, the first time I'm going to give you a chance second time come on now third gonna sign this paper for me you on pip
3: the third time you
0: you out the door yeah. so and then also too you gotta look at it that's your reputation that's your brand when people see you do you want to be known for the person that's always late come on now do you no nah, absolutely or, or not. do you want to be the person that always shows up and don't deliver you want your stuff to be pristine if you if you're gonna be out of here. That way you can be marketable. That way you if you can tell people like, hey, I want this amount of money now to give it to you because Come guess on, what? You'll have leverage because you got a proper track record.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you ain't running like no adult, if you ain't running like no man on their word, a person with knowledge, what's gonna happen? You are gonna get suckered every time. You're gonna you're gonna get somebody That's going to short you on your paper and you got to accept it because you feel like that's the only opportunity you can get.
3: And then you know what they're going to do? They're going to get mad and start talking bad about somebody who got their chick, though.
0: Yeah, they talk about him. They'll say he ain't funny. (laughs) They'll say he trash. Got his chick, though. But, but yeah, he riding good, though. (laughs) He eating good. He eating steak, though. See, See, that's another facet to the game. People talk about marketability. All right. Well, they don't understand what marketability is. It's not your peer group, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I'm not worried about my peer group thinking I'm cool. I'm worried about the audience. I'm worried about the actual paying audience, the people. they,
3: they, they ain't gonna buy nothing from you,
0: right? So, I need to appease the people. So, if I find my tribe, I got my following the people that's gonna run with me then I can use that and say I'm marketable. I have this core audience, this demographic that's going to follow me. They following me here. This my track record. This how much money I need. This how much money I should go And then on top of that, you should take more control of it. Once you get to that point, you put all the sweat equity into it. Why not get the full check? Come on now.
3: Because that's really when the money jump comes in. When you get to the point of, See, the end result of what you're talking about mm-hmm. is what we call target marketing. Because mm-hmm. now you've done the research to see what your target audience
0: right. So now
3: what you know. So for instance, when I took J Block on tour, for those of y'all that know about my artist J Block, that signed to the label, we had to do that. We had to narrow it down to demographics and where we got the highest hits and the most spins, you see. Mm-hmm. So we could make sure we put him in the best suitable position. To reach his ideal audience, and I mean it worked, it worked, the proof is in the numbers
0: yeah and and, and that's and that's that's common business number number one,
3: but just the fact that you have a show that's taking the time to allow real life people i mean in real time talk about these things and break them down, I don't even think I would have had the drive that I had. That I have have had not been sitting in some of the meetings, listening to Little Jay talk, and how he ran his business and how passionate it was about that, and, and just his voice just command the room. See, those were things that planted seeds into me early. Mm-hmm. You see, then I, I remember the whole era where everybody, their mama, had something bad to say about Little Jay. But if you really look into the roots of that, where those things were really coming from, it was from people that couldn't come in and manipulate and tell him what to do with his business. See, I can relate to that. Most of the people that's gonna have something bad to say about me, were people that came in with an agenda and got self turned right up, back up, right. On.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, look, you know what the name of the game is. name of the game is, as long as people get what they want, they're gonna be they happy. Them. When they're not satisfied Come on That's when all the talk starts You
3: dump the juice At that point Yeah Yeah.
0: You know They want to ruin that You Know what I'm saying And then end up In a situation That's totally worse Than what you was Going to provide to them Then when they get To that point They always want to come back they always want to come back and say, hey, you know I was wrong. I apologize. Yeah. After I you done did all the work to get yeah. to the bag. Now yeah. they
3: want you to just come in and cut them. Just yeah. Yeah. cut me a chip. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disregard. Yeah. I, I didn't mean all that. Yeah. I was just playing. But where am I cut at?
0: Where my commission? At? They do it no, Ain't no commission. They don't want you to have no commission because they feel like they the prize now, but they don't understand the work and the drive that it took to get them there. So, man, keep going, right? So, in my heart hearts I feel like You know what From Eric Bowens That I spoke to earlier And from you I feel that There's a core nucleus To where In any realm Of entertainment In Houston Once it reaches A certain level Y'all can mentor Some of these folks too You know
3: man uh, The young lady That I've been seeing She's trying to push me In that 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 mm-hmm direction she wants me to start because I do a lot of uh I go and speak now Mm -hmm. um I consult people that I believe in now for free you know what I mean that's one thing I believe in you know if uh you don't teach a man how to fish for himself then you paralyze him Mm -hmm. so getting the knowledge isn't for us to sit on it getting the knowledge is to share it so it lights another fire Mm -hmm. then that fire can spark another fire
0: Cause it's a lot of things that, that I've done that I haven't even required any credit, uh, any appreciation, no monetary value for it. I just was happy to do it. I didn't receive no reciprocation from it. I just did it yeah. because it was good for the ecosystem. Cause I felt like that if I did it, I could sleep better at night, knowing that a person, the proper person, was in the right, was in the right room.
3: And that's why I think you and this mentoring and consulting other comedians is gonna be a great thing because y'all don't have a buffer. My day, there was Lil J's, there were Tony Drapers, there were Master P's, there were buffers that sometimes had to grab out, grab us by our collar mm-hmm. and say, come on, man. you know that ain't right. Slow it down, okay? I think in the comedian world, it's more or less, hey man, we got a similar goal, I'm not here to hurt you, you know. Because comedians tend to click up and, you know, it's about me. Break that, man. Break that still. It's enough money out here for everybody, man. Y'all was just talking about the made it five south, boy. I'm a D.C. Matter of fact, got some work down the pipeline with D.C. Some of his mm-hmm. people, you know, my people. Some talks in the work right now, and I was telling you about that last time, you know, with Cat, Cat mm-hmm. Williams, you see what I'm saying, but... You start dealing with these level of people. There's so much paperwork that has to be cleared. Like if you know anything about a real movie production, six months of the production is probably just paperwork and planning, preparation, mm-hmm. and you know getting clearance for you know certain talent and stuff like that. So a lot of things cooking. But I just made a conscious decision to quit playing with my own money. I know it worked for me in music, mm-hmm. so I feel like you know what. Let me stop playing with my money. On this film side of the fence Let me go and get the necessary credentials So that way I'm making sure I'm maximizing my budget And getting the most bang for my buck hmm. So y'all ain't robbing me no more All your production crews That robbed me and got what you got I hope you. I hope it blessed you
0: Cause I'm on to you now So it also covered screenwriting
3: Man I, Oh man Screenwriting uh, uh, Video and photo editing Broadcasting because I don't know if we talked about this, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, the women folk they kind of get on me a little bit by my voice, mm-hmm. you feel me? And uh, they be like, Man, you should do radio, you should do radio. So I don't know, you know, Getting here, learn this broadcasting thing. And I might bring back up uh, what was that thing on 102 now nah, because he'll be mad at so. bass man, not bass man. I'm gonna let you leave <laughs> now, nah, man, but just bring me on, let me co host with you or something, you know what I mean? But I just think we need more of that, man. We need more positivity, and we need more love songs, because our age group that wasn't hugging our children, and then they wouldn't have kids, man, they losing their mind, and if we don't stand in the gap and do something, it's getting bad, man.
0: Because, see, it's like this. There used to be subtleties. Like, when I was growing up, I'm be very frank here in my audience, they know me, they know how frank I can get. Back in the day, people would have to come up with euphemisms about eating pussy. <laughs> now you go, right. now, now you go. It's coming. Yeah, man. now you go. On now yeah. they they talk about eating ass. Yeah, they say they eat ass on the radio.
3: Yeah,
0: on the radio, ain't no subtleties. It's right here. I'm gonna beat it up, and I'm gonna do this and the third. But maybe mid nineties or whatever, when I was in high school, you still had at kind of, you know. Come on, Alluding
3: man. to it. Come and talk to me and hit that yeah. radio. Like,
0: say, the mama say Yeah, like, You see? So, I think the veil has been taken back. Uh, and if you want to give an analogy to Adam and Eve. Remember when Adam and Eve ate the apple. Mm. They got the birth of knowledge and they started to see that they were naked. Then, after a certain point, they just didn't care. They ran them up. And they, and they were in chaos. That's what this... These generations now that are after us That's what they're going through And unfortunately there's no leadership That's out there Or the leadership that is Either is in a uh, Chaos themselves
3: Wow, blind leading the blind Right
0: right? Wow. Or don't care Maybe they they have compartmentalized themselves Moved away, said I'm only going to focus on me And then you know You got the ones that Deaf, dumb and blind
3: and you know what's going to be even hard? Yeah. Combating the internet. Because it's even faster to get false information. It, it, it's hard enough to get a person to research something to better themselves. Right? Imagine the internet and how quick it gives you false information. And how we take it and run with it.
0: Yeah, because if you look at it, folks talk about they need to get back to reading books. Right? They don't read books no more. You can ask, you can poll any adult or any teenager, when they wake up in the morning, what's the first thing they do? They grab their phone, they're gonna get on Instagram, Facebook, before, before they brush their teeth, yeah, or pray that uh, they yeah, did it. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's a way of life now.
0: Yeah. yeah, and they even got the metaverse coming where they're gonna build a virtual reality ecosystem. Come on, man. Where you don't have to deal with nobody but that. You feel me? Come on, man. So the social interaction is gonna be different, so.
3: See. You know, we'll go on and on, yeah, man. Yeah. That's why I like to survive, man. I like politicking on this level, man. So yeah, yeah. whenever you need me, sir, you Already. got me, man.
0: Now, tell the people how they can find
3: you. Um, So Many Faces 09 is my YouTube channel. Uh, Facebook is just uh, backslash Many Faces. Um, and I think uh, Instagram is many manyfaces09. Uh, so just keep an open eye on me. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be doing much other than uh, helping a few friends out. Because if you know me, when it comes to school, that's my main thing. You know what I mean? I like getting A's. I like to unroll, you know. So um, but I say give me about a year. Not within that year because I know I'm going to be building allies. Like I've talked to one of my professors um, from my business administrative side of the fence uh, that's gonna be on my board. Um, and I know more resources is gonna come to the picture from the allies that I make in school, other professors that may be fun me, so I'm really cooking up something right now.
1: Hmm.
3: Now, however, with It off being on a hiatus, I am thinking about sponsoring a night around town, and that's how I bumped into Ray, because I've been talking to Shaddai Cliff and Penny You know, they managed a few spots, so I would meet up with them. We talked about a few things, so, I got a few things I'm cooking, but I'm not gonna really do nothing heavy until probably the next year. Now, I do have some music that I'm gonna release, but I'm not gonna tour or do anything with that music until next summer. Okay,
0: okay.
3: But it's gonna be like a big theatrical thing, and remember, I told y'all I want you in it, so I got a spot for you. We're gonna gonna talk about that.
0: Okay, okay.
3: I want you to play a detective for me. All
1: right,
0: Brother, it's always a pleasure. Yes, sir, man. Yes, always sir. Yes,
3: sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me, man. Now, and thank y'all for listening to me rent.
0: Now, this part of the night where we do our quick wrap-up. So, uh, we, we had Eric Bowens come on earlier from uh, BA Entertainment. He told us his whole journey within comedy and business. And... Needless, like to, been a while yeah, a too, Needless to say, it was very interesting, uh, very inspiring. And, I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk to him a little bit more as well. We also had many faces here, many faces. We did a quick recap. Talk about his journey now, where he's learning the knowledge of film and how he's going to be able to be self-sufficient in that realm. So, Just keep going. Gotta so, keep going. All I'm going to say is this. The of the night was keep going The most important thing About keep going is that you have to be honest With yourself You have to have some level Of self awareness Now these two gentlemen that came on They told you about the different uh, situations That they were in Number one, Eric said He had to assess his life And he had to see what was the priority For him at the time And he moved on that priority And is working out well for him We had many faces. He told you. He said, look, I did an assessment. I need to get knowledge in this area, so I went to get it. Now, there's a lot of us that's out here that feel like we know everything, but we're running into a brick wall. Mm. Because if you stop learning, you'll never get anywhere. you got to learn every day. you got to start patching up information. I call it layering knowledge, because nobody is all omniscient. Nobody is all-knowing but God. On top of that, you also have to keep in mind that when people give you suggestions or give you advice, it's not always hating. Somebody trying to save your life. i give an example. It was a, a young performer that went up on stage. The young performer used a certain attribute about their life to get sympathy. Mm. and crashed and burned. Oh, wow. And then... When that person went to another venue and we started to talk, they were talking to another fellow performer. They was over-talking that person, and they felt like they had it all together. That's when I saw what the fatal flaw was. The fatal flaw is, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a fucking reason. Shut your goddamn mouth <laughs> and listen when people trying to tell you something. Everybody ain't goddamn hating I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it. Y'all, excuse my audience. You know I keep it real, and I try. I tried, it, I tried to. I tried to keep it light, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna I keep it a thorn it, while right now.
3: Somebody got
0: to. Everybody talk about somebody hating on somebody. This that. and I don't nobody give a damn about you. You <laughs> insignificant to the whole <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> If you just sit down and listen, observe sometimes and see where you fit in the ecosystem, you can grow within it. But the most times that you keep opening your mouth, you keep lowering your stance in that ecosystem. That's how people never grow. That's how people wonder why they never get ahead. Nobody ever checking for them. Nobody ever want to sign them up for nothing. Nobody want to give them opportunity because they know they are a damn problem. That's their fatal flaw. Don't be that person. And if you're in that environment, keep going. If you're in that realm right now, keep going. Just learn you got to keep going and shut the fuck up. Yeah, buddy. Do your job. Do what you came to do. Do your passion. Get your shit together. That's all I wanted to tell you because I'm tired. I'm I'm just telling you, I'm tired. And y'all my audience, so i keep it real with y'all. I'm tired on every facet of my life. I'm tired. <laughs> because every day I run into some dumb ignorant shit. Yeah, buddy. So... Y'all be blessed. I love y'all. Now, when y'all see me on the street and y'all say y'all got a problem, we can talk about it. But just know, if it ain't about you, because I could definitely put on the shoe. If it ain't about you, just keep it stepping. But if it's about you, I'm going to tell you, you probably already knew about it. Anyway, next week we got a special episode here. I got the athletes coming up for y'all uh-uh. on Thanksgiving. I want y'all, look, we're going to be ready for Thanksgiving. Get y'all turkeys and y'all dressing and don't eat no chilling, but get your little fried chicken together and sit in front of this thing and watch it. ready. Now, y'all been rocking with us all year. Peace and blessings. Ken Bills here with Unbiased on Boss Up Houston Network. family. Ken Mills here once again The World of Comedy 5. To give you the idea of what unbiased is, we always see things on social media and also in the world where we wonder what is the thought process behind these idiotic things that people do. We're going to give an honest unbiased opinion. So with that being said, we're going to cover several different topics. We're going to be truly unbiased this season.